0: Welcome to another edition of the Share the Game podcast. I'm Coach Hickey. Today's topic is the fix, guide, and follow philosophy that I have developed for Practice Planet. So for me, one of the the hardest things is always to kind of self-check, self-regulate myself like during a practice and then, you know, come up with when and where I'm going to stop things. What's going to be the determining factor in me stopping drills during practice to make sure that what is trying to be put across in a drill, whatever the objective is by us is actually getting um, across to the players. And, and if it's not, you know, maybe what do we have to do to, to fix that and to adjust? So for me, um, the fixed guide follow method is probably something that we all do as basketball coaches anyway. But it's something that I put into like a tangible resource for me, in a way that I can label my practice plan to make sure that I am self-checking myself and self-regulating myself, and that anyone who's helping out during practice, assistants or managers, know, you know what we are supposed to be doing during each segment of practice. I think for me when I first started out coaching that I stopped a ton during practice because I wanted to make sure that kids understood and the minute I saw them make one mistake, I would, you know, stop it and correct them and and now, you know, going, you know, forward into, you know, coaching for many years now, I've kind of realized that the best way for students or players to learn is is to make mistakes, is to trust the process of making mistakes, and then being able to self reflect and, and grow that way. And so, for me, when I label my practice plans using the fixed guide follow method, it allows me to know when I want to stop practice and, and interrupt the drill to make sure that we correct a mistake or an error. When we have drills that I don't want it to be stopped often. So maybe I give myself a number of times, you know, that I'm allowed to stop it so that players are given the opportunity to have trial and error and to make mistakes and learn from them. And then I think it's really important to have a segment of practice where you don't talk at all. There's no self-checking. There's no stop and play to make a correction on something it's for me, it's just, you know, a bunch of positive praise and letting the players coach themselves and handing over the reins. And and for me, so someone who's a teacher, it probably follows the I do, we do, you do method, I guess, uh, from the classroom, just, you know, putting it onto a basketball floor and in a practice session but I think it it really it really helps players understand that, you know, the the onus is on them. I can stop a drill ten times and, and correct somebody if they're making a mistake, but they're never gonna make any growth as a player unless they recognize the mistake themselves. And in order for them to do that, we as coaches have to take a step back. And so what you're about to listen to is just is something that I kind of wrote as a philosophy on this fixed guide and follow and, and what it is and why I use it. And I hope you enjoy it.
1: Over the years I have constantly battled in my head about when should I stop practice and go over something? When should I let it go and allow players to learn from their mistakes? When should I just sit back and observe? It is a very difficult thing as a coach to not stop and try to fix everything but the more research that is done the more evidence there is to back up the fact that kids learn better by doing. It is with this idea that I came up with my fix, guide, follow method for coaching the game of basketball and in the game of life. Using these three strategies I have been able to successfully strengthen and loosen the reins throughout the season when it best fits the team. I have seen magnificent growth when players are coaching and helping each other, and I am there simply as a moderator. In every practice plan, I create each drill is labeled as either a drill coaches can fix, guide, or follow. Below I will get into further detail about what each of those looks like. Fix The fix portion of practices is going to be areas where coaches can stop and teach when they see correctable errors. This might be during skill work, introducing a new play or concept on offense or defense, etc. The fix method is labeled on practice plans when something is new to the team. Anyone in the gym can stop when errors are made because this is the learning segment of practice. Guide The guide portions of practice are when coaches' intervention is limited by the practice plan. This means that whatever is being worked on had gone through the fixed stage and more of the responsibility is handed over to the players. During these parts of practice, coaches can only stop play if a mistake happens three times in a row. We use the number three as a barometer to gauge understanding. If a player makes two mistakes in a row and fixes it on the third without any intervention from a coach, then that is way more valuable than correcting after the first mistake. Coaches' talk should be all positive and high energy during this time, and when they do stop to correct, it is done by asking a question and waiting for answers instead of giving the players the answers. Follow. The follow portions of practice are by far the most important. During these segments of practice, coaches are not allowed to intervene at all, they can use positive praise, and that is it. Usually, the follow portion of the practice is during competition-based drills. Every drill is a competition that has a loser and a winner. In the end, the losing side has to run a 17 in 106. I use a 17 instead of an up and back because it is something players do not want to do and especially do not want to do it again during practice. During the follow portions of practice, each side is given a team captain for that drill. That player is in charge of being the coach during that time. This step is so crucial for two reasons. First, It allows for players to learn on the fly and also correct each other, and communicate effectively. This is as game-like as we can get as I nor any of the other coaches are on the floor with them during games. The second reason is the fact that the follow portion of practice allows players to work on their leadership, teamwork, listening, and effective communication skills. During this time players are learning by doing not by being told what to do. I have also seen this time during practice make players face adversity on their own or together, They cannot look to a coach for help, only for support. It is their situation to face and conquer or fail, both are crucial to the learning process. In conclusion, I believe that using the fix, guide, follow methodology creates an atmosphere of player-based learning with some intervention from coaches. Labeling practice plans with these tags, allows coaches and players to know when they will give or get feedback and when they are on their own in the learning environment. Most importantly I believe that this method allows for the building of the complete young adult. Someone who is learning valuable life skills in an environment that they love to be in. Here are two examples of my practice plans using this method. Early practice on the left, later in the season practice on the right. Thank you for tuning in to the Share the Game podcast.
0: I'm Coach Hickey. Please comment and share to help Share the Game.